Welcome to another episode of Adrian and Julie's podcast. And today we're chatting with Izzy, who is a fiver extraordinaire. Um, and also, that's what she does for her hustle. And she also has a full time job. So, welcome wow, to welcome, the podcast. Welcome. Hi, thanks for having me today. <laughs> no worries. Look, we are so delighted to have you because I, I think, like, our podcast is very much talking about economies, you know, in the internet digital sphere and how people make money, um, you know, on the internet. So tell us a bit about your journey on Fiverr. Um, so how I started was through my um, partner's suggestions. So he's also on there as well and he also oh. does the same thing. It's, um, it's his side hustle and he also has a main job as well, which is completely different to what he does, which is weird. <laughs> um, but he likes to be, do his creative side. So, yeah, um, it was peak lockdown and, like, you know, COVID and everything and it was just something to do. Um, make extra money um, and yeah he taught me like how to set it up how to get started um, yeah. And, yeah it's it's really good um, yeah <laughs> <laughs> like do you think that it takes um, someone that's cut from a different ilk because you always have to be on Fiverr to kind of get all the communications to kind of talk to people to negotiate is that like a different skill set that you had previously or is it something that you've learned along the way um, it's a bit of both, I believe, because um, I work in the media ads ad space, so yeah. I already have that background. But yeah. with Fiverr, the one thing is that it's timed in terms of um, when you get briefed, offers, accepted, etc., and it affects how your profile gets bumped up in the space of the platform. Oh, that's so, the algorithm. Yeah, so... Um, for a while, though, when I was trying to get into it and get my profile in a good space... Um, I had to learn the hard way that I needed to download the app on my phone as well. So that was on top of communications. Um, otherwise, it really affects your times and it didn't look good and um, you wouldn't get enough like um, jobs coming through or so on. Um, so, yeah, I learned to do it on my phone as well. So it's, I'm quicker that way. And So that'll be the biggest tip for people who wanted to start a fiber is to download the app. Yeah, download the app. Um, but obviously, it's a lot easier to do it on your computer. I have yeah. to agree. Um, but it's only for when responding so that your timer, like your response time gets bumped up. So it's, yeah. it's good. Um, but yeah. <laughs> and so, what I mean, walk us through some of the projects that you've done, like the, you know, the interesting ones, What what's kind of stuck out for you during this journey? So I actually offer two types of um, work on the platform. So as you know, I do video editing for different platforms um, like the short form and the long form. But I also do um, writing and editing. So um, because I did my degree in like comms, I'm pretty good. I would like to think that um, um, language and like editing work. So I've done a few of those um, and they've been really interesting. And I like to um, do both because it's different um, and it's fun. Yeah. Um, it, it, and, yeah, I just get to learn a bit more about the space as well. Um, and I started off really cheap in a way just to uh, get the momentum. Um, but now I know that my time is worth a lot more because yeah. of the work. I was like, damn, I'm wasting so much, like, man time and everything um but yeah again it's a learning curve side hustle always is when you have to set everything on your own pace time and stuff yeah um in terms of 
having Fiverr, is it possible that one day or even now already, do you actually put your experience in like resume for like future jobs and stuff like that? That, that you know, you, I guess you put as freelancing. I keep it separate, which is, I know we're different, but um, yeah, I don't, I don't, I don't know why I don't do that, but I yeah. think. Um, Cause if you're a copywriting things, that's, you know, it could be a big project that you could definitely put as a project that you've done. You've worked for. That's actually, yeah. that actually really true, but I haven't really done that. Um, yeah. I think, I don't know why, but I've kind of kept it two separate career um, profiles in my life. So yeah. um, on LinkedIn, for example, it's all just like my full-time job, what I've done, like, you know, being hired by a company and so on. And like yeah. the uh, achievements and promotions through that. And yeah. then um, I guess on the freelancing side hustle thing, it's all just my personal time. So yeah. I haven't really made the uh, the combination of the two yet. Yeah. Um, it's definitely in the future cards if it does kind of like gain even more momentum. And I yeah. feel like I have a lot more work that I'm more like um, happier to share and like yeah. make the connection. Um, but again, as I mentioned, I kind of do, my day job is slightly different than the creative side hustle part. So I kind of haven't really, yeah, taken the time to do that yet. Can you see um, like Fiverr being a full-time thing in the future or not? Like you see it always going to be a side hustle. Um, I'm, I, this is a hard question. I feel like I've seen those videos on YouTube, like by CNBC, whatever, where they like left their uh, daytime job and just did that because, you know, they made the correct, I don't know, found the right algo and they're, they're yeah. it, you know? but um, if that happens to me, sure. Why not? Who doesn't love, you know, <laughs> a yeah. good, best business story but for right now I'm happy keeping it separate because um again it's just I don't know fun that way yeah 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 there's this I mean there's this incredible story about a guy in New South Wales who literally just writes resumes and as you're saying Izzy it's kind of like um as kind of m you know cnbc success story where he's writing resumes I think he's made over a million dollars but it's kind of like those stories that you're like is it achievable is it not achievable like as someone that works on the platform do you think that is a milestone that's potentially achievable because the market place is global or does that in reality take a lot of like work and pushing um I think that maybe back then um when the market wasn't as saturated mm. I think it would have been a lot easier but now um especially when I first started as well like setting up and trying to find my way through I saw I the reason why I made my my projects and my skills so cheap um was trying to get to cut through the market if that makes sense yes. so yes. um when I hear the stories of like, oh, being a successor like that. I'm like, it is possible, sure. But I, I think it gets harder now um, as mm. the times move and um, yeah. like any trend, I guess, when it gets, when everybody gets on board, it becomes harder, mm-hmm. like, you know, social yeah. media influencing. It's, it's not You have to differentiate yourself, I suppose. Yeah. yeah so. Mm, but I, in, I'm actually, before we go on, I wonder what is the mechanism of Fiverr in terms of how does it actually work? Like, because I'm sure some of the viewers might not know how it works. Like, you know, we, we know Fiverr as, okay, you put up uh, a certain amount of money, finding jobs, and then if there's any takers and they do it. But um, is there more to it than that? Like, you know, for example, what are the cuts that Fiverr actually takes from you? Like, you know, that's one thing that I'd be curious about. So um, there is a cut that the platform takes. I 
off the top of my head, I don't remember what it is. Um, but then another thing that I found really difficult was um, even though I'm Australian and I had set the thing to AUD, sometimes when I set my price, it like does this weird thing where it goes to USD, AD, and I get really confused and it's really hard to figure out my rates. Yeah. Um, so I try to figure a way around it. But um, yeah, I, the, this is probably weird, but I sometimes send test custom offers um, to my partner just for him to check what it's the oh, like um, because I'm like this one time I'm like I said it was going to be one thing and then I sent the um, offer it was different and I was like what is going on even though I checked my settings it's all done correctly so I'm not sure if it's a platform issue that needs to be worked on in the future and I, or what yeah. um, but that's one of the annoying things um, yeah. but in terms of how uh, sellers get jobs in the platform is two ways um, one is putting up their um, like job posts Yep. Um, uh, it, and then setting your prices. So I think there's three tiers that you can do and then you explain what they are. Um, okay. And then also an option for custom offers based on the skills that you have listed. And then the second is um, a bit different. It's not something that you, uh, sellers immediately get to see. It's, uh, I think after being on there for a while, you have had a few experiences and the option comes through um, because I think the platform deems you as, you know, you actually... Just- into it and yeah. legit yeah you're right um so then they kind of uh send you like alerts and pings you and be like someone has um oh. a buyer has posted a request um, yeah. this is the brief and then it, it it actually alerts a lot of people in the market and then whoever comes first reads it and then was like this job fits me send them a custom offer um so that has been really interesting i've only um talked to a few uh, but again, time difference is a big one. Um, yeah. So I don't usually win those. So yeah, that that's hard. Is there is the user is the user in Australia not as not there's not many users in Australia? Is that right? Um, no, I think because it's a worldwide platform, it really just depends on who needs what when. Um, yeah. But I think. Uh, Julie's the only one I think that I've worked with who is Australian, which is interesting. Oh. I know, and I feel like that's such a great connection because, um, like, I, I found, like, you know, there are amazing people that you find, but I think in particular with Izzy, because my background is in media and communications, mm. um, it is really good, like, in, in terms of me writing the script and fleshing things out, um, I feel like... It, it, there is a language barrier, so it does. It's very beneficial if you have someone local to kind of understand what yeah. what is expected. Um, but I also feel like it's a bit of a lucky dip with who you get. Like I was just yeah. extremely lucky to have um, someone like you land, yeah. um, and also someone like you that understands what I'm after because yeah. I'm more after like the creativity, the fun, the, you know, um, being able to tell a good story. And I think sometimes Fiverr, like you said, Izzy, as the platforms evolve, sometimes it can feel like a machine and, it, you know, it's kind of people mm. are cutting things just for the sake of cutting things but not really taking time to be I guess they're yeah, artistic, you know, <laughs> yeah. and you know you have pride in the work and, and maybe that's just like a, a luxury that I've kind of had just working with amazing editors, you know, um, in my in my previous job and being able to see that in you. Like that, that's what kind of I love mm. about Fiverr. Yeah. Um, but as you said, like the time difference is like really hard. Like unless you've got someone who's actually going to be pushing these timelines, it can just feel a bit, um, it, you know, it can kind of go Destroy astray. Them, yeah. And sometimes like I've had um, people on Fiverr 
that just disappeared. Yeah. <laughs> you know what I mean? Midway through a job, I, it's like, hey, where's this job going? Where's this? so you you constantly need to be kind of pushing on top of it. On top of it, yeah. yeah. But it's interesting. That means those content that goes viral all the time on YouTube, like paying, I don't know, spending five thousand dollars on Fiverr and then paying a bunch of different rates, uh, the same job. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Like yeah, that is the truth. Yeah. Because some of them do ghost them. Some of them are difficult to communicate with. Yeah. Some of them are just such an angel to work with yes. and deliver such great things. Yes, yes. It is truly the definition of Fiverr. It's it's kind of like dating, but in a workplace setting, if that makes yeah. sense. Yeah, trying so to marry the um, creator, editor together, their skills, the projects, like, which I found sometimes um, have been a dream, for example, you. Um, and yeah. also I've gotten some really difficult people that I had to cancel because it was oh, worth wow. my time. Yeah. Um, yeah. And it was causing me like, oh, like, like this late. Like, a lot of stress. Yeah. yeah, a lot of stress and and um, thinking that I've delivered something and then them not agreeing and them wanting oh, well, all these provisions. But I'm like, you didn't say this. You did it. Like, that's mm-hmm. why I'm really like, now I know my process of what I need moving forward yeah. and my rates. Um, yeah. So yeah, again, the reason why I cancelled that was because I charged it really like cheap and thinking it was an easy job, but that person turned out to be more high maintenance than yeah. was. So mm-hmm. yeah, it is true. Like like dating your projects, and yeah, it's not. Sometimes can be a vibe. Sometimes it's not a vibe. So. Sometimes it is definitely. Oh gosh, not. so there are people that just like wants a lot out of you just for, you know. Yeah, but you know, in saying that, I remember working with someone just to do um, little animations for me, and she was amazing. Um, and then all of a sudden, she just disappeared. Like, and you know, when you yeah. just say, oh, I would love to work with you on future stuff because I just, yeah, really, you know, you really appreciate their artistic, <laughs> you know, it's like if you disappeared, like yeah. I would be gutted. Because I guess at the end of the day, everyone's have their own lives and then you just don't know what what's the yeah. others like. Yes. You know. Yeah, does that mean that they also have like a day job? And again, either isn't their top priority. So Mm -hmm. I think that that's why a lot of people have that like I guess negative experience when they disappear or like not doing it in time is because the um these creatives aren't putting either as their like top priority. Um, So yeah. Hmm. So where do you see this going in the near future and in the long distance future? Like for you? Um, so I plan on just keeping on um, what I've been doing is just choosing um, if it works out for both of us and if it's something I'm actually interested in doing just because I am really happy in the trajectory of my career, like my yeah. normal job. Yeah. Um so I'm also he- heavily focused on that. I just got promoted as well. So responsibility. Thank you. Um, so yeah, it's just been busy. So I, that's why I'm kind of taking a step back. Like it's not like when I first started in Fiverr when I was just hustle, 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 trying to get through, trying to understand everything. But now that I've learned that, I can take. The, I have the luxury of st- taking my step back and concentrating on other priorities. But I'm also someone that you know, um, make sure that I still re- respond, even if it's to accept or not to accept, um, just because it's so important for me to keep up my ratings and, you know, because you yeah. never know what my opportunities in the future might arise and what matches, you know. Um, so, yeah, I'm still good about keeping that. Yeah. Mm. Yeah, so it is, you know, I, I love it when you're talking. It does feel like you have this open relationship with all of your different clients. And, you know, I love that, like, hearing about it. It seems like you're at a very mature stage of, 
you know, Fiverr and your Fiverr experience. So you're at a stage now where you can pick and choose your clients. You know, you're comfortable with certain people. You want to work with certain people. Um, but then also you've got this incredible life outside of Fiverr where you've just been promoted, um, you know, and that that might be potentially where it goes. Mm. Yeah. That's, and what about your partner? Like how's, you know, yeah, how are they kind of navigating the world of Fiverr? So um, I'll explain this two different sides of him, which is kind of confusing when we, we explain it to people and what he does in like, you know, outside of Fiverr and in Fiverr. So his um, day job, he's actually a chemical engineer and a wow. chemist. So he works for Pfizer in Melbourne. Oh, no way. I used to work for Pfizer. Really? <laughs> yes. That's so cool. What, what, like, so he was in part of the cancer drugs um, department. Yeah. No, I was in support functional. I was in trade, and then I moved to a different pharmaceutical company. So yeah, yeah, I'm in pharmaceutical as well. Right. So that's cool because he also was at um, other pharmaceutical companies beforehand as well. Because again, that's what he's interested. Um, yes. So keep that in mind. And you think that it's something to do on Fiverr? Nope. So on Fiverr, <laughs> he is a game coder. Oh no! Oh, way. Wow. I was like, yeah. So like. CS scripts and I don't know coding (laughs) and um yeah he meets with other like uh, gaming creators out there who have a concept who um already have some like uh coding going on but they're missing some things and so Uh, they hire him to kind of finish that or fix what is wrong with the games and then I guess from there um he so my partner will also hire other Fiverr creators um to kind of collab in this project yeah. if that makes sense yeah. because yeah. in a gaming um development there's the coder there's the uh animated designer uh yeah. so there's graphics and stuff all of this so there's actually a lot of moving parts so mm-hmm. um so he kind of works in that space on fiverr but again he's the same as me right now where we're fully concentrating on our like career day jobs and stuff so um he picks fiverr jobs when and if it suits him yeah. um so yeah and so you're saying that he collab with other fiverr does that is that at the request of the person, his client, or does he actually share a part of his profit but to complete a job, essentially? Um, I think he can be both. I think he's quite transparent with the client because obviously on Fiverr, you have to be on in terms of what skills you bring to the table. So um, I guess so if, for example, my partner's like, oh, I can do this, but we need this other element to make it work like how you want. So yeah. I guess he has that conversation conversation with them and then yeah. forward with that. And obviously the profits will be shared um, and then they calculate on percentages and like who does how much. And yeah, it's a bit more complicated than what I'm used wow. to. Like, you know, every, each of no, that is so fascinating. <laughs> Isn't it? So yeah, it's amazing what is possible in Fiverr. Like I almost feel like if you wanted to do, um, you know, with anyone listening, like if you wanted to do a small business, there's no really like obstacles stopping mm. you from doing it. Like if you're looking for a logo designer or if you're looking for someone to cut your videos or if you're looking for someone to cut your podcast, um, you know, if you want to make a game, and you're in that gaming space, you can do it now. Like, so the barriers to entry is just non-existent now, yeah. like, which is, you know, wow. which is amazing. Yeah. Yeah. I I, I really like how, um, like, the current world that we're at, we can make our money wherever we are. Um, all you need is literally a small device. Like, even yeah. your phone, if you wanted to, you can edit stuff um, on your phone, on your iPad, your laptop is probably better. Um, but that's all you really need. And then that yeah. way, I guess you can be digital nomads and that's really cool. 
Yeah, because that's the next step. Like, would you, I guess with what you both do, um, would you ever consider being a digital nomad? Because I think there was a news article saying in in Bali that yeah. potentially you, you can live tax-free. Tax free. <laughs> yeah, yeah no, that sounds cool. Yeah. That sounds really cool. Um, it's something that, you know, I think a lot of people would be like, oh, that would be so cool to do and I'm like that, but it's not something that I'm actively working towards because yeah. I think me and my partner, our goals are definitely to continue living where we are because we love Melbourne. It's just full yeah. of stuff. Um, we're actually from the countryside, so East Gippsland of Victoria. Um, wow. so, Both of uh, you. Sorry? Both of you are from the same part of Mel- uh, Victoria. Yes. Um, he's about a half an hour drive, he, his uh, family farm, and then I live yeah. in like a town, city town, if that makes sense. Yeah. Uh, yes, so yes. Our parents do. We bo- both now are located in Melbourne uh, have yeah. been for the last six years. Um, and we, after living here and studying and working, we definitely see ourselves just continue to grow here. We want to buy a property here. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, I don't. And But, like, obviously, we love travel, so we would still want to do that. And then, obviously, when we're traveling, it's easy to still make money if we wanted to. Yes. Yeah. Um, so, yeah. <laughs> Oh, no, that's amazing. Yeah, I love it. And, and you know, any advice out there for people who are interested in, uh, you know, potentially becoming, you know, working on Fiverr as their side hustle, um, especially in this, like, economic climate, I, I suppose people are looking for, you know, an extra dollar here or there just to, you know, pay the grocery bills and the day-to-day living. Yeah. Inflation is actually insane. Yesterday we went grocery shopping and it was, like, 150 and I'm like, I don't think I have a full meal in here. I think it's just three, I know, yeah. <laughs> three items in here. <laughs> in terms of advice, I would just encourage people to work on their portfolio um, and um, having a side hustle. I think it's important to actually enjoy it and put passion mm-hmm. into it. And it's so not important that it has to be something that you actually work in your day-to-day life. Yeah. I find that... Um, it's where I kind of stretch my creativity. It's actually fun. I get to meet uh, loads of new people um, and I get to share the success with like my colleagues, friends, partner. And it's, you know, it's really wholesome and um, to, in- to enjoy it, like I said, um, and to um, hustle at the start, but don't like kill yourself over it. And yeah. um so that you can relax later on the track. And then I guess you've built that momentum. You know where you're at. Um, I guess it's my advice because I really like how I've done it. Mm-hmm. Yes. Yeah. Oh, that's really, a great really advice. Really advice. Yeah. Thank yeah. you. Well, well, thank you so much. I was just um, saying earlier to Julie that your name is like the, sh- like the Aussie way calling Sharon. Like, Shazam. <laughs> like, because Adrian, Adrian's Indonesian. As well, like he's, yes, are you, yes. You're Malaysian, are you? Is your background? I was born your background? in Singapore, but my grandfather is from Indonesia. Oh, okay. So, because, um, okay. so I can I've, speak Bahasa. Oh, like, bisa ngomong bahasa Indonesia fully? Iya, yeah, bisa sedikit aja. Bisa. Uh, <laughs> fully. Fully. I like the fully. <laughs> I, I think I was telling Julie that I went on a work trip to Bali um, in mm. July, and mm. I was there for, like, four or five days. And the whole time I was like, I just need to speak you know, Bahasa, so I remember because yeah. it's so easy to understand, but talking is a different ball game and it yeah. was amazing. So, but yeah, is, I am. So, you're, you're saying that your grandparents are Indonesian, but your um, parents speak Indonesian or speak? Just just my mum. My dad's English, but uh-huh. um, we I moved to Australia when I was 12. Oh, okay. So, you were living in Singapore, but 
you were speaking English then in Singapore mainly. So I, I spoke Malay, English, uh, Baza, Indonesia, because that's where my family is from, yeah. and then moved here, spoke English, so changed my accent because yeah. the accent was a big thing. Everyone was like, why do you sound so different? So I quickly changed that to Aussie. Um, <laughs> you switched it up. <laughs> yeah, I was like, I need to implement myself, be a real Aussie girl and move on. Um, and then <laughs> French and everything. So yeah. I feel like I'm pretty like multilingual. Yes. Great yes. for meeting new people. So if you oh, know languages, like, it's great. Oh, that's what Julie was saying to me. I'm like... Because the name is, uh, it could be Indonesian, but I'm thinking more Malaysian because you put down on your profile, um, your main language is Bahasa Mal- Malayu and then and then conversational Bahasa Indonesia because an Indonesian would actually never say they speak Bahasa. They'll say, I speak Indonesian because Bahasa in Indonesian means language. So I will never say I speak language because it's Bahasa Chinese, Bahasa China, Bahasa Inggris. Yeah. So that's why I'm like, okay, it makes sense that you grew up in Singapore because they speak Bahasa Malayu. They may say Bahasa, like I speak Bahasa. Yeah, because Indonesian would always say I speak Indonesian, like, you know. We're yes. trying to work out the puzzle, yeah, of, of where the pieces fit. <laughs> yeah, you're very My name is a dead giveaway, though. It's a dead giveaway. But that's why I kind of, um, for Fiverr, I, I like to be known as Izzy. Yeah. Um, and then at work, it's just like my normal professional name. So yeah. that I have, like, my two profiles. So what do people call you in, at work? Um, Shaza, Shaz, yeah. sometimes Izzy. Uh, they call me a lot of names. I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> Whatever. I love like, um, the, yeah, I love how the story of like finding your name because I, like mum and dad, you know, were Vietnamese, Vietnamese Chinese, and then they gave me my name. I was born in Sydney. Yeah. And it's like, oh, sometimes I wish they would have given me like a kind of traditional name. Vietnamese. Yeah, like a Vietnamese. Yeah, see, I'm the opposite. I wish that my parents like named me a bit more common, like so it was easier. Um, because I'm sick of like misspelt name in emails, even though my signature's there, or when I'm at Starbucks and they're just completely butchered it, and I'm like, oh, oh yeah, guys. Awesome. <laughs> but if you say easy, I'm assuming they'll get it. Yeah, it's funny. Easy, like, easy is easier. Um, that's probably why, just because it gets over that barrier of like the yeah. name stuff. Um, yeah, because yeah, I'm just ready to get down to business, you know. <laughs> <laughs> Love oh, so funny. My best friend, her name's Anthea. She's Greek. And then, like, at Starbucks, she's like, Jane. I'm like, yeah. James? James? That's like my brother. He's an Adam. Yeah, Adam, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> like, <laughs> Starbucks. Well, thank you so much. Um, yeah. We, um, like, really appreciate you, ha- you know, having you on. And um, we'll send you the link once it's all done. And, yeah, like, really appreciate you kind of walking us through the, the journey. Fabulous. Yeah, Fiverr Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> what do what do you call what do, what do people who exist in Fiverr call themselves? Fiverr or Fiverr? I don't know. No one really. I don't know. We just say I work on Fiverr. I don't know. I'm not in with the cool kids like the Gen Z's TikTokers. Unfortunately, <laughs> sorry. <laughs> well, I'm I'm, like I'm a thirty something year old and I'm a TikToker. <laughs> That's. Girl, that's fine. <laughs> I was saying there's nothing wrong with it. But um, I just feel like sometimes I feel out of, like, t- I'm a bit slow on the trends, you yeah. know? Yeah. So, but, yeah, that's a whole different different topic we can dive on. Yeah. <laughs> um, well, Thea, thank you so much. I really appreciate it. Have we covered everything that, you know, have we missed anything? Just let us know if we had. I think you re- you've asked me all the good questions, dived it all in. We- we're good. Yeah. Thank you. Wonderful. Terima kasih banyak, Izzy. Yeah. Bye-bye. 
All right, welcome to another episode yes. of Julie and Adrian, Adrian and Julie. Oh <laughs> um, I wanted to talk a bit about um, The Little Mermaid. Yes. So, Little Mermaid, there's a bit of controversy because Ariel is now, um, you know, well, she's... Some people see it as controversy. Yeah, but I don't think so, <laughs> I right? don't care I for it. it's amazing. Yeah. yeah, because yeah. I just feel like in terms of being an artist... Yeah you're kind of wrapping onto the same principles. It's yeah. like Hamilton, how they did like the casting for Hamilton. It's, you know, colorblind casting. Yes. That was like the, the, the trend. Yeah. Um, so in Indonesia, there's been a post and it's gone yeah. viral um, and it's very tacky and tasteless. Yes. Um, and it's just, you know, how people have reacted to it yeah. that I find, you know, in this day and age, it's actually a good thing because yeah. it, it it's a kind of stop sign of how, things yeah. should be received, right? Yeah. So if you're going to put something out there in, in the world, um, it's how how do you then react to exactly. this content like and these what's happening? These people need to be, I guess, be accountable of what they've done. They they think what they're doing are... It's are, funny. It's funny, yeah. right? And it's funny. His content. This, oh, there's this guy who made a content... Uh, Pretending, like, pretending he's watching the trailer, mm-hmm. and then when the cut of Ariel comes in, and she's African American, yeah. or maybe she's she's African American. I think. I think yeah. So, yes. Yeah. yeah. And then, um, then he's he's he turns to the camera, and he has a uh, black face sheet yeah. mask, yeah. and then saying like, "Mom, it's me." Blah 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 blah. blah. But, but pretending like he he is an um, uh, African American child watching yeah. it and realizing yeah. it mocking the whole thing and then um it's funny i'm because i watch um i have a phone that is stuck on tiktok indonesia mm-hmm. and then he's not even the only one that's doing that unfortunately there's right, a lot of Indonesia right. that's kind of mocking that whole situation yeah and i guess it's because it's a country that doesn't have um we don't have an African-based population in our country, in Indonesia. Sorry, mm-hmm. not, I say mm-hmm. we because I'm Indonesian, but Indonesia don't have. So they are pretty um, sad. They don't know better. Yeah. They don't know what they're doing is what I'm saying, right? Um, but now they're actually educated. Yeah, <laughs> like, yeah, yeah. They're starting right. to be educated. Right. Starting, like, there's the no world, excuses now. <laughs> the world's you reacting, know? Yes, especially yes. his contact happened to be the one that is the catalyst. Yes, yes. And then um, there's a, a video of him using a Northwest University jersey and then literally the population of, uh, I don't know, so many people are emailing the dean um, and every single email address in um, the website of Norwest University is being emailed asking for what are you going to do about this? Yes. Are you going to expel this student? He is not even um, uh, enrolled anymore. He's not. He's a practicing he's a, lawyer in right, Indonesia now or right, something right. like that. As so he used student. to go to the university? Maybe. Like, I don't know. He, no, right. Maybe he didn't even finish. Or maybe he I just found a jersey. A lot of people so, say, yeah, like Harvard. Like, you know, there's a lot of people that use a Harvard jersey, right? Yeah, that's right. So it's like, you know, you kind of, by association, you're yeah. immediately like brought into the yeah. ringer of, like, oh. oh, it's funny. The dean even um, post uh, an explanation like um, how racism is, is you know, they don't believe in racism. Like blah, condoning blah, blah, blah. his behavior. Yeah, 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 yeah. exactly. But um, yeah, the language that she, she's using is that um, uh, the person in question is not enrolled. There is a person with similar name. Oh. <laughs> yeah, because apparently the person, the name that he's known for is not his full name. There is a fuller name. Yes, like, yes, yes. Three words 
like and then um but then they start digging up the netizens yeah, yeah. start digging up and they find out that the the sister is actually a famous celebrity or famous sister it's a subjective word against a celebrity in Indonesia with millions of followers and now people are demanding her to do something about right, it right to actually take action because that's hey look that's your bro what yeah. he's saying is off yeah. like you know you should be and and i guess that that's kind of the what you get from the internet isn't yeah. it like you have to at some point if this is the content that you created you need to take accountability yeah. and it's funny like every day i post three a day on tiktok mm-hmm. and until now i'm still like nervous hitting that post, post button, button. Yeah. just because i'm putting it out there yeah and then i always have to put a head on like it's almost like a woke hat on. <laughs> like, yeah, you know, yeah, like, like you kind of double like, check, yes, double check. Yes, yeah. um, cause, Okay, one example that I can say, like, you know, please don't hate me for this because obviously I don't know otherwise. Um, in Australia, it's quite... Uh, it's, I have a lot of Japanese friends. I'm so familiar with... Mm-hmm. Sorry, I shouldn't say I'm so familiar, but I love to be immersed in Japanese culture. Mm-hmm. I try and understand it. I've watched it for so long. And then I have a lot of Japanese friends, right? And um, I posted a content where I didn't have enough space to write. I didn't have enough space, I think, to write. I don't think I say it, So, but to write. Yes, I say yes, Japan, yes, but yes. then I wrote... J-A-P, Jap. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Not knowing that oh, in America, right. yes, it's a no, derogatory that, yes, term yes, because yes. that's how the army used to call the prison, Japanese prisoners yes. in Hawaii yeah. um, or something like that. Yeah. Um, but the, the one who made me start using the word is Japanese in Australia, calling themselves that. Like, you know, they, yes, they yes. all refer those to themselves. Hey, I'm Jap, I'm Jap. Like, oh, all, like okay. all my yes, friends yes, who are yes, Japanese, yes. Yeah, right, like, right, who right. have been here for a while, yeah, they yeah. refer themselves as Japs. Yeah, yeah. And then I have you no thought clue. This term was... It's just a common term. Yeah, but right, I asked, term, I actually yeah, took yeah. a screenshot and sent it to them and yeah. says, is it racist? Like, I yeah, never yeah, knew. Yeah. I was like, oh no, they didn't know. <laughs> they, <laughs> because didn't know. Yes, they never yeah. live in America. Yeah, no, no, no. But it's different layers, isn't yeah. it? Because like... Um, me as uh, you know, Vietnamese, Chinese, mm. Australian, yeah. but mainly because I grew up in Australia, yeah. so Australian, you know that that term. Like I've heard about it, but maybe yeah. because I've been so immersed in that oh, Aussie, in war, you know what I mean? The war, the you know yeah. the soldiers, Gallipoli, like yeah. that history. Yeah. That it's like, oh, okay, I understand. Yeah. But then, of course, if you are like from Japan and then you come here and you don't have that cultural context. Yeah. It can be completely no. It'll just you don't think that you're exactly. doing anything like um, you. Yeah. You know, that's one of the moment yeah. that like oh gosh, okay, I'm gonna be careful. Yeah, yeah. Just <laughs> I, I thought I was careful, <laughs> but not careful enough. Yeah, like I mean, you don't know what you don't know. Yeah. Um, but you know, with with this story that we're chatting about, it seems like it's very you know done in a manner where it is can, it's can be literally very, was done. In a mocking yeah. sense, so Which I don't is, even know what he was thinking. Like you clearly are mocking, mocking yeah. a race. Yes. Therefore, yeah. it's racist. Yes. And you still post it. I, literally, like I know that. Again, I mentioned earlier that the Indonesian population we don't have a like, African population mm-hmm. in Indonesia. Therefore, mm-hmm. you don't know. But still, logically thinking, you are mocking. Yes. Uh, a just race, like, like you're, you're literally <laughs> making a content of making. I just don't get. I just don't cannot fathom what what, what, what would what would yeah what would uh you know encourage him to like. This is a good idea. Yeah. It's like cl- clearly not. Yeah. It's a good idea. Clearly not. Um, 
you know, let, let's keep on riffing mm-hmm. about like TikTok, yeah. um, you know, the idea of TikTok. Um, now, where do you consume your news, which is quite interesting? Because um, there's a 100% these days is TikTok. TikTok? <laughs> yes. Actually, I forgot to tell you, but I'll, I'll, I'll let you. Yeah. So I was getting my eyebrows done yeah. and I was having a chat and the girl knew you. What? And then she was like, because <laughs> I was like, what, oh, yeah, maybe I'll this guy. What, what, how did it leap there? So it led to there because I think I was just like, oh, this is what I'm doing on one of the days yeah. before the wedding. Yeah. Like, I'm coming to see Adrian. And it's like, oh, yeah, you. And it's like, oh, yeah, I know you. Oh, yeah. But she's like, she uses TikTok as a Google search now. Yes. And, Are I you did, finding this more and yeah, more? Yeah, no, yeah. I, I read an article recently mm. that... Um, that the search engine are nervous because TikTok are climbing in to yes, become in the, the top search, search engine. Yeah. There is H bracket where TikTok is number one in search engine, search like in that, yeah. in that H bracket. Yeah. Um, no, 100%. In terms of, for my, I guess because I'm in that generation, maybe <laughs> that for restaurant menu, I still use Instagram as my oh, search gee, engine. Yes, yes. Um, I don't use Google anymore, for sure. It's just Instagram. But I think ironically, which is this is very meta, that a lot of people use you as the Google search engine. You're the Google search engine. (laughs) (laughs) I I think maybe in Sydney, for sure. Um, But it's interesting for news, 100%. TikTok. TikTok. And it's not that I search for it. I only search for it when it's blew up. Whatever, then I search the word. But if it's being exposed to news, yes. it's TikTok. Ah. And it's funny because I did mention earlier yes. that one of my, uh, I have a few phones, my work phone, my uh, personal phone, yeah. and I have a phone that I used to travel because this phone is it's, like my life picture, you know? Because like, yeah. <laughs> it's literally, well, I'm a social media person, so I, this phone, so I use a different phone when I travel because I just can't afford for this phone to have any issues. Um, but that phone, because it has Indonesian SIM card, it's stuck in oh, Indonesian TikTok. Oh, yes, 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 so it's Indonesian SIM card. Yeah, so yeah. if you, I wish, yeah. I wish I could have 10 phones and I could, oh, yeah. I could have like, different SIM cards yeah, yeah. from different world yeah. and just plug it in so I can watch Korean TikTok, Japanese oh, TikTok. Oh my God. You know, like in a newsroom back in the day, they have like different clocks. Yes. But like it tells yes. you what, like Tokyo time, oh, blah, blah, blah. <laughs> yeah. You well, should do Because that. seriously, when I'm bored with Australian TikTok, I go open the Oh, you're phone. Indonesian. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. It would be completely Indonesian. Yeah. And luckily I speak the language. Yeah. And then I, it would be a different form of entertainment. And then, then I am actually updated in Indonesian news as well. Yes, like I completely, yes, like, yes, I'd yes. be telling my brother yes. and sister-in-law, like, did you know that it happened? And they're yeah. like, what? But yeah, because I watch it. Because you watch it, yeah. Yes, literally. You've got a pipeline into it. It's but- literally no longer just a social media platform. Well, they never call themselves social media platform. It's an entertainment learning platform. Yeah, sure. it's like in- information and finding out the information and getting the grabs. Like right now, I'm really looking at like YouTube shorts and mm. whatever comes up, it's just like a ro- like royal snippets. Yeah. And it's like how they t- retell the information. So yeah. it's the like... royal... Oh, what happened with the, you mean the queen? No, not oh, no, necessarily okay, okay, the queen, general, but okay. like when, you know, Princess Diana died. You know, Harry, Yeah, with Harry and William <laughs> and then like... Or, you know, and then also the Queen, like snippets of the Queen having a laugh. So I found yeah. with shorts, right, I found the algorithm is, for me anyway, mm-hmm. is not as diverse as TikTok and I should say as TikTok in general. Yeah. So what happened was, because I, in YouTube, it's funny, when I opened my Facebook, yeah. when I opened my TikTok, when I opened my uh, TikTok, Facebook, YouTube, yeah. is that it? That's the only three, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. 
what the content I'm consuming is completely different, and it's because of the algorithm. Oh, uh, yes, like, yes, example, yes, yes, so yeah, Facebook showed yeah. me a lot of hacks because I don't know maybe because I like a lot of hacks on Facebook. Yeah. Um, TikTok is diverse; it's showing me everything because maybe I used it the most. Yeah. Shorts. Because I don't know why I like K-pop so much in, t- in shorts. It's showing me nothing oh, but, but BTS yeah, or K-pop. But, yeah, Literally, nothing, nothing but. but. Yeah, 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 like, yeah, nothing yeah. but. So that's what I'm saying. Like, I don't know. I hope they improve their diversity of content in YouTube that shorts. Up, I mean, yeah. I'm not complaining. I'm not complaining. I love K-pop. Like, seriously, show me Jungkook all day yeah. long. But show me Taeyang every all day long. I'd be fine. Like, you know. <laughs> but it's just, I find it interesting that they are literally niching what's showing me uh, yeah that is what they're showing me yes hard like yeah hard hard, hard yeah yeah but I'm I, assuming they're showing you a lot of royal content but like, then like it's kind of summarizes though weirdly enough like if you yeah. went into my brain um and then also the google searches that i've done it's all around like news yeah. right it's like around news like um money like business content yeah. like you know a lot of like youtubers because i love like following them and what they're doing yeah. their processes so i kind of get that it's like royal but it's like so once i'm on it i can't get off it yeah it's like once you start watching it's like oh wow like you know i've seen these clips before but not told in like a, in a, a short way yes, yeah yes. like with captions emojis songs like you know and yeah. then it's just old footage that yeah, yeah you like and you, you but know. i think i saw an article that um is about Instagram reels, but I think also um, can be said so about shorts as well. Mm-hmm. How eighty percent of content on reels are basically recycled content from TikTok. Yes, yes, and yes, I would yes. say it could be the same for shorts. For too. shorts, yeah, um, yeah. So it's it's quite interesting how this platform gonna do. They care, or are they gonna do something about it? Right. Yeah, yeah. Um, yeah. I'm hoping now that you mentioned that um, now that we know that YouTube are going to monetize mm. the um, AdSense a lot more uh, for shorts that then that will push people to make content specifically, specifically for, shorts. for shorts yeah um, i mean what would be the difference do you think between a you like a well like a tiktok content versus mm. shorts content do you think they're the at same at the moment different? i think they're the same, they're same at the yeah. moment there is no uh, i think shorts is not pr- for me anyway, not yeah. prevalent enough for it to have its own personality. Yeah. Because I I can I cannot say the same for real because real I can say like if you look at the discovery page of real, it's a lot more static yeah, compared yeah. to TikTok. And TikTok is a lot more well for me anyway, it's a lot more informative, a lot more like voiceovery. Yeah, yeah, yeah. While reels is a lot more of like beauty. Yes. And yeah. like not beauty face, but the beauty of the world. Yeah. Like, you know, uh, travel, like, yeah, because like, you know, the DNA of it is Photography. Yeah. 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 Um, so I, shorts, I can't say enough because it's probably still new. Mm-hmm. Uh, the population are on it still new. Like, you know, even, yeah. yeah. But isn't that like exciting to kind of be oh, at yes. the beginning? Does it, does Gary it, said, Gary V said, you know, you always want to grow with the platform. Yeah, yeah. So you want to be at the infancy of anything. That's so right. If, you, if any of you are listening to this, Shorts are new. Go, go ahead. It is new. It is new. Um, uh, but speaking of old things that have come back, the Lipstick King is back. <laughs> you need to tell them who they are. The Lipstick King. So in China, there is a, a man who is insanely, insanely popular just for trying and testing out um, different lipsticks. So 
people will come to a cosmetics com- you know counter to just let you know what number it is that he's put on his lips. He got into a bit of trouble um, trouble having a tank as a cake. Which what, kind of, what one would think maybe a tank? Think, yeah. yeah. So you know, with with the cultural like symbolism of that in China, and the, the, the timing it was that day. That yeah, was the, yeah. So it was the yeah, the, the, the commemorative day, day for right. that whatever that is. Yeah, it's, and then so that happened, and then now he's back. So he's yeah. had like a few. He disappeared, yeah. and then now he's back. I think he did a live stream, and it was like six point two million people watching Views his life. Yeah, that. so you know they're really hanging on to his every word. Yes. Um, what was he selling? I want a lipstick when he returned. I I think so. I'm pretty sure he was like business <laughs> Back as to usual. The roots. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> business as usual. But what I like about this story is I think about different creators that have at some point, you know, come across, uh, you know, if it's controversy or if, if if it's something they've done, if they've taken a break, and how they're able to just resurrect and come back. Yeah. Um, and I feel like you know, it's quite common as a creator to do that because no. it's like well, a life days, cycle of things, yeah. doesn't it? Doesn't it feel like that? I feel like these day and age, it's almost like they come back stronger. Yes. <laughs> like yeah, controversy yeah. Is, is building their personality. Well, like, you know, it's, well, more, it's, it's building to, their um, social media. Yeah, and I think it's to show that, you know, within the parameters of what's socially acceptable that – you know, it is okay to kind of make take mistakes. a break. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Take you know, break, make yeah. make mistakes, take a break, come yeah. back, and then unlearn. Like, yeah. essentially, think, isn't that what the human journey it, right? is about? That's it, right. Like, we are none of us are know it all. Yes. Like, we literally know. Like, we are somebody who's learning yeah. every day. That's right. And we could try and educate ourselves as much as we could about the society, but we can't like you know we we can only know so much so i think when things like that happen is when like you know i'm assuming what happened to him was because i what i've been hearing is that um because he's so popular that his his producers essentially just give him things to right, sell right 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 yeah. Time. so yes so yes the yes. thing that he learned i'm assuming is that he needs has to have to control he needs yeah. to have control and you know because i remember i was telling my mom this story and my mom said you know however famous you are however popular you are mm-hmm. in a- at any field you always have to be aware of everything yes like you can't just yeah. trust people yes blindly, blindly yeah yeah because yeah. they would be your undoing essentially yeah, if you yeah. trust everyone um, like you know, you can have a, a level of trust, obviously, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. but you still need to be aware. Yes, you need, just simply need to be aware of yeah. everything, because then something like that wouldn't happen. Because yeah. you know, if I feel like it's so unfortunate what happened, right? So, yeah. yeah so I'm saying, like you know, I, I hope the population are forgiving enough to know that us creators, we don't know everything. We don't yeah. have a PhD in, in 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 what's acceptable or not acceptable, yes, right? Yeah. What we grew up with knowing acceptable might not be a acceptable in the future mm-hmm. like oh there has been a lot of evidence of that yeah. <laughs> like you know obviously the history like you know <laughs> all, the, yes. all the like the films in the 90s oh, and you know the 80s yes. like just what's acceptable back then yeah. what's acceptable I now like i was watching a content about friends yeah uh, on tiktok yeah. how they're saying like if you watch friends now um there are parts where it's Cringe, cringe homophobia, yeah, yeah. Yeah, like, you know, yeah, where yes. they, whenever they're talking about men touching men, yeah. they'd be like reacting so like um uh very like 
it's a strong hyperbole reaction. Hyperbole yeah, kind of yeah, reaction, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. And then, and and that's not the case anymore now. Like yes. you know, yeah. like whatever. So like yeah. you know, if you if you look at your children in school, they like so innocent. Like you know, like it's all equal. Like you know, yeah, it's cool, yeah, right? that's right, that's yeah. right. And back yeah. then, it wasn't back then. The parents would be telling them like, oh, you shouldn't be doing this. You should be doing that. It's just it's just it's changed, just, yeah. And I think the internet's like helped change it and move along the conversation. Yeah.